And welcome back to the Film Realcast. It's Disney time again. It's Marvel time. It's Loki time. It's long-awaited, long-anticipated and spoken about. We're going to talk about Loki this week. Episode one, series one. How many there'll be? I don't know. I can't do that alone. So I've got the very doid like a doiger, very wonderful, sweaty <laughs> Neil. How are you doing? Well, I'm very well, Stu. Very well. Glad to be back on a Saturday talking about Marvel, having Marvgasms together. And uh, yeah, Loki, which is yeah, definitely. Different. I mean, we've not spoken about this, so I've got no idea what you're going to say. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good fun. We did the Winter Soldier together. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was really good, uh, and that was non-stop action compared to when we had One Division, which was completely different. And I've not done any research into this. I don't know the like the history of like Morbius or um like the timekeepers or anything like that so it's purely good i think over research did me psychological and mental damage (laughs) when i watched wonder vision so uh i thought i'm just gonna skip that i'm just gonna enjoy it and find out what's happening along the way i mean what's your knowledge if any with regards to like loki and like time heists and tesseracts and timekeepers and everything Mate, it's it's less than you, and you're very knowledgeable about it. Honestly, I don't know anything about it. I came into this completely blind. I never watched One Division. Um, it didn't really look my thing, and I will watch it one day. But there's other things I want to watch first. But I enjoyed The Winter Soldier so much, and talking about it with you that I wanted to watch this and give it a chance. And plus, I like Loki as a character. But I have no idea about <clears throat> any timelines or anything like that. But because I looked at this and I was thinking, how on earth are they going to make a series about Loki unless it's past tense? Because yeah. obviously what we know about what happens in the films. It's, and I was hoping it was, wasn't going to be very much Black widow E, if you see what I'm on. Yeah. Because we know that that's, we know what happens in the end, if you see what I mean. And what they did with this was extremely clever and very yeah. enjoyable. And that's exactly what I thought when I when we saw the trailers and the hints and Loki was meant to be the first thing released by Disney that I thought exactly the same as you. I thought, is this going to be Loki's adventures and the build up and backstory? And and I've been kind of criticised a bit on uh, like a few Facebook sites, like the Marvel sites, when I've put down kind of my it's not really not being interested, but it's the lack of excitement for black Mm. widow because we know she's dead and every kind of tense moment she gets in you know that she's going to get out of it and it'll be nice to learn some backstory but it was the shock factor when she died um in endgame was i was as shocked as i was gutted and upset honestly and i didn't want a backstory for loki but as you say they've done this it's so clever it's Mm. just it's just so original. It really, really is. And where does Loki stand with you in the like the Marvel baddies? I always think they suffer in a way, whereas DC get their baddies right and they seem really sinister. Whereas Marvel, kind of, they're <laughs> never full on. I mean, Thanos was, but I could understand yeah. what Thanos was trying to do. Yeah, Thanos was a badass. Let's be fair. Yeah, and he he took no prisoners, did he? He was, he was an absolute beast. But I mean. Loki is the god of mischief, isn't he? And that's that's who he is. And he wants to rule 
Midgar or whatever, it, whatever it's called. Asgard, yeah. uh, as, you know, and he wants to rule Earth, doesn't he? And yeah. Asgard as well. And I think Tom Hiddleston's a very good actor and he plays him very, very well. But I, lo- I like him as a character a lot. I enjoyed him in the Marvel films. So I think he's one of the better bad guys they had, especially as his character arc changed throughout the films, didn't it? Because he yeah. was always the bad guy, but he did good things at the same yeah. time. Yeah, you could always forgive him. There was, It was just, as you said, that even though he was trying to take over Earth and that he was trying to just destroy, he was killing people, and it was just so nasty what he did. He mm. was still lovable about the way he did it, and you could kind of forgive him. And, and it was just <laughs> so funny. And, yeah, he's so charming, and it, it, he does that in this as well. Yes. And they're kind of even with Thor, who's all about good, kind of forgives him so fast, and it, he kind of kicks himself time and time again when Loki Doesn't tricks him, he does like his holograms and stuff like that. He says, "You're never ever not going to fall for this trick." <laughs> he's just so good about it but yeah for me Thanos is I, I kind of I think the the whole time thing and destroying half the planet has kind of maybe have caused problems um, for the MCU but mm. Thanos is a brilliant character and it was someone I knew nothing about and I, I really loved him mm. and Tom uh, Hiddleston is a brilliant god of mischief he is kind of personifies mischief doesn't he his face his smile and it's even at the start of this when he lands in this in Mojave desert and he sees people <laughs> the first thing he does is theater he stands up on that stone above them <laughs> and like behold it's me Loki and he gets into the character it's so uh, funny it is isn't it he's lying on his back thinking oh fuck me why am I here and then he sees those people so like, oh, right okay I'm gonna start ruling them they're going to oh. be my little minions now. Yeah. And they're just like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait there one second. One minute, one minute. But yeah, and it's good because the start of this starts 2012, um, the Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And again, it's kind of the, the snippets we saw in like Endgame when they're doing the time heist. Uh, and it's really good. It gets you straight back into it with the Tesseract. And they instantly solve the problem with two Tony Starks and how he knew that they did a time heist because of the cologne that only mm. Tony Stark can wear those colognes. And it's just a subtle line, but it works well. And it does answer that question. When you watch Endgame, when Loki grabs a Tesseract and he vanishes, it's so good to know where he goes. That box yeah. is ticked in such a great way. It's absolutely brilliant. And that's what's so clever, isn't it? Because you're like, well, how the flame neck are they going to do this? And they use that part from... T- like you say 2012 so you're looking a long time ago and they've been able to run you know a six episode series out of it yeah which it's just so clever it's brilliant oh it it is amazing writing and again when they land in the desert as we said earlier you get these people just appear from nowhere and i didn't i don't know anything about the the tva as they call themselves the time variance authority it's completely new to me and it's it does make me ask some questions as in when you uh like the avengers obviously i take it if you bend time but you fix that time like when they put the the hammer back they put everything back that um 
the TVA are fine with that because you've not changed anything? Because they're worried about the branches and causing like a nexus effect, aren't they, of when yeah. the branch touches the red line. So I take it that that's why they let the Avengers off. And I even refer to them as saying that they did what they need, they had to do or should have done. It's almost like I'm, I'm still a little bit confused about it. And that's probably because I'm thick. But it's I'm not quite sure if time is already written, if you see what I mean. And they are keeping that timeline. So those little blips where they come out of the timeline to then put things right are supposed to happen. Because they were saying that is supposed to, because he part way through this, he watches his life story, doesn't he? And yeah. he sees what happens to him. So it's already happened. Yeah. Do you it's... see what I mean? In that it's already it's already written. So yeah, it's so difficult with it's... time, isn't it? Because well, yeah, because you even uh, in I think it's Endgame, if I'm getting it right. Um, when the Hulk goes back and, and it kind of refers back to 2016's Doctor Strange where he goes and sees the Ancient One and obviously she's in control of time as well. Yeah. Have. And so does she actually control time? Because she refers to like the... if And she kind of splits time and gives um, Banner a demonstration of what will happen. So is she working with like the, the TVA or is that separate? Or it's... I don't know. It, it's just there's so many questions, but I think it's so interesting it, it, because it leaves it open, doesn't it, in a certain way? Oh, massively, massively. And I suppose that's the thing with comic books, though, isn't there? There's so many different little stories and arcs to it. So a lot of the time it doesn't make 100 percent sense, but it's enjoyable and you can kind of work it together. And there is someone somewhere that's probably could explain it all to us yeah you know. hopefully down the line i mean you do get some kind of like it's narrated a little bit in this but you get the whilst uh, loki's in the desert um the time variance authority turn up like the people who police it and it's so funny because loki immediately goes on that you can't tell me what to do i'm a god and the fact that she just and it's hunter isn't it she yeah chins in one and it's in slow motion and whilst he's falling down Gets the uh, the collar put on him. I think it's so good. It's so entertaining to see Loki's <laughs> cheeks wobble and vibrate, and it's just so good. Oh, it's like it, the first demonstration of the power that the TVA have got. It, it kind of appears the TVA are like the most powerful people in the universe. Yes, it and, does look that way. Yeah, and that's shown by like the the infinity stones being there used as paperweights it means nothing the tesseract means nothing that they're not impressed by these stones and they don't mind leaving them around when we got two or we got six nearly seven hours worth of film all about these infinity stones yeah and they're used as paperweights i mean it, it speaks volumes into how powerful that these people are and they just they do destroy people's lives the tva to a certain extent because i gathered that uh, it's kind of demonstrated when they bring Loki back and they leave this little kind of time bomb around as in destroying the timeline. So that wipes, my impression is, that will wipe everyone into oblivion and that they never existed. Is that right? I don't know. Honestly, I, I, 
have no fucking idea. I've got to be honest. Uh, you might be right, Stu. I, I haven't really thought about it too much yet because my brain just can't compute it, <laughs> unfortunately. Because these time we had it with Terminator, didn't we? Last week, you know, you're yeah. talking about time variance and shit like that, and it just yeah, it's such a tricky thing to get your head round. I don't know if it does it destroy it or does it just wipe it and put them back where they should be. I'm not sure because when um I'm jumping ahead a bit, when Loki's waiting and it, he gets the the like the TVA people do that advert as into how things work and they the voice and the lady talks about um yeah. just having one timeline. And so from that, I gather that every other timeline that's branching off will need to be destroyed. And they put those time bombs yeah. down to destroy those timelines. But in effect, are they then destroying people's lives so they can just have that one timeline they can control? I mean, yeah, hopefully that will come into play later yeah. on when Loki's lit on the loose um, and it will become a bit clearer. But, I mean, he goes through the admin. A lot of this we kind of saw on the... Like the trailer with regards to kind of the talking, sign this to everything you said. It's still, for me, it's entertaining. <laughs> it's purely because it, the way it's driven by um, Loki and his body language and his face. Yeah. And it, he just hates being told what to do by anyone, especially some boring guy behind a desk. Dare tell a god of mischief what to do. Oh, and he, brilliant, isn't it? And he keeps falling through the floors. <laughs> it's really yeah it's like when that machine's trying to take his clothes off and he's no that's asgardian leather and he just gets taken <laughs> off and he's like in any way and then he falls through the floor and i love the bit where he stood next to that little guy with the scanner like, fucking hilarious oh god yeah and he's like how do i know i'm not an android <laughs> <laughs> a robot because because you'll melt from the inside and he's like Oh, shit. <laughs> As you can see, he's panicking. It's brilliant. Please confirm to your knowledge that you are not a fully robotic being. We're born an organic creature and do, in fact, possess what many cultures would call a soul. What? To my knowledge? Do a lot of people not know if they're robots? Thank you for your confirmation. Please move through. What if I was a robot and I didn't know it? The machine would melt you from the inside out. Please move along, sir. It's just pure theatre, isn't it? Oh, it yeah. really is. It's so, so good. And again, the, the next scene with the deli with taking a ticket. <laughs> he, he, thankfully, he takes a ticket. And the other kid who doesn't take a ticket really reminded me of in Deadpool 2. You know, the, the kind of the fat Australian kid who... Oh, yeah. Who kind of didn't want to <clears throat> do anything or was like the bad. He really reminded me of him and the, <laughs> did a bit, yeah. Yeah, his refusal to do that. <laughs> Come and majorly bites him on the arse. It's <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> but that's when you get the TVA people talking about having a catch up as to how the time works. Yes. And I found this really, really good. It's it explained things as well as it could do for someone like me. To try and understand it. I'm glad you can understand it better than I could. But it was it was very good. I like the way it was done. I like that sort of animation and everything else. I thought it was very clever and the it's, fun sort of. Yeah, you know, it's in cartoons. That, yeah. It's always easier in cartoons, isn't it? Yeah, but it's good fun. It doesn't explain how you get off of your timeline though. 
if you see what I mean. But I guess that's people, you know, creating machines or using the Tesseract or whatever it might be, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, anyway. I think cause I've listened to different podcasts, read reviews about uh, the episode one. Man, so many people are reading so much into this, as in, because it does mention about going to work and um, you could, could you start an uprising if you're stepping off your path, if you're meant to do this and cause that nexus effect? Mm. I mean, I, I don't want to take this too literal. And I know that at some point this is going to go into Doctor Strange's multiverse because yeah. they've got multiverse all over this first episode. Um, and it's meant to apparently Kevin Feige says this series is meant to have like a, a major impact on what happens on the MCU next. Uh, so, okay, which that'd be interesting. Yeah, which would be interesting. But they they do show that kind of guy walking off the timeline and then being dragged back by the uh, TVA police, and then they destroy that timeline. So I, I don't know whether everything in it that happens will kind of be wiped from oblivion and those people will exist in another timeline still because loki obviously now is existing in another timeline isn't he well that's how i take it i think that you know they those people i don't know how they're there on that timeline maybe it just opens up another timeline where an alternate version of real people are there but when it gets destroyed the people on the regular timeline are still in existence yeah, it's almost like a copy, if you see what I mean, rather than because otherwise you'd change you'd change history anyway, wouldn't you? Because you just get rid of people randomly. It just you know. Yeah, that's what I kind of made yeah. as well. Yeah, um, I reckon that. But... Yeah, it, I think we'll find out later on. But yeah. I mean, it goes to uh, fifteen forty nine. It goes to France, where you see that some of these uh, TVA police have been killed, and we learn from it's when we first kind of see Owen Wilson who plays Morbius, who's uh, kind of one of the governors from the, the time police. And he's a, a big character in the comic books. And the, you learn these time police have been killed ambush style, exactly the same as what's happened previous. So just simply from that, we know they're killing multiple TVA personnel and that, they're, again, someone is taking all of these time bombs. And what they're going to use them for, I really don't know. Um, mm. And... I don't know why when they walk through the church where it's set in and he goes to see that young kid who just walks into the church and he says, who's responsible for this? And he points at a stained glass window with a devil on it. And I don't know if uh, that's they want everyone to go Mephisto crazy again, like they did with WandaVision or kind of the devil comes in different forms. And it's because we learned that it is Loki later on down the line who's doing this. Um, yeah, but or I didn't because first of all, I thought, is it the Red Skull? Is it something like that that's going to happen? But um, it'd be interesting to see why they point to the devil. Why are they in the church? They've got the stained glass window of a devil. Surely that must mean something. Well, what Loki's costume has got horns, doesn't it? So yes, that's, that's true. That's where I get that from. So I sort of gathered it a little bit from this bit because of the fact that. She's pointed that, and I sort of thought of the costume yeah. and the fact that she's been given some sweets. Isn't that strange, though? The the blue teeth, and it shows the packet, which has, as far as my tiny brain is concerned, it has no relevance to anything. But why, like, 
blueberry and why that what does that mean does it not mean anything is that another thing to get everyone invested in analyzing things too deep you know it's so clever with things like this yeah well it's almost like because he's not a nasty guy is he Loki so he's there and he's doing his stuff but he's obviously seen this girl and he's like well here you go have some sweets keep quiet yeah I'd just love to know yeah exactly that could just be as simple as have some sweets and keep quiet Uh, it's got thousands of people on the internet excited about it means something else you know that's how good it is and that's how it hooks people in so many ways but I really like um Owen Wilson's character in this he's so well suited and the chemistry between him and Loki is great because Wilson normally plays a chilled out character kind of like a stoner based character in most of his films doesn't he even when he's selling out uh, sofas, he's, you know, that chilled out stoner guy, isn't he? So, yeah. Yeah. And um, it, it's gone, mate. No, no, I was just saying, he's, he does it very well. Because I was thinking about this when I heard that Owen was involved. I was like, who the hell, what sort of character is he going to be given? Because you haven't really seen him in much for a long time. So it's nice mm. to see him back. And he does do it very, very well, the character he's given. Yeah, he does it brilliant. He doesn't get chilled out. So he doesn't get angry. He's so chilled no. out. He's and he because he understands the power that the TVA have got that he's not threatened by Loki. He's not annoyed by Loki. He's just as kind of as we expect Owen Wilson to be. And I think that's why it works so well between especially when they're both locked in the room. I mean, Loki goes to trial. They find him guilty, and Owen Wilson steps up because we learn that he's been captured. And he's like a person of interest. And we find mm. out why. Spoiler. Um, it's because later on they discover Loki from a, another multiverse is the one allegedly going around killing everyone for some unknown reason. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Because he's trying to use Owen's trying to use um, Loki to help him in a sense to try and figure out more about him. And he doesn't understand why, does he? But it's because it's actually Loki that's doing it. He's collecting these time bombs, if you like. Yeah. And it's good when he's in court and uh, they find him guilty. And and just the, <laughs> what he says, uh, as soon as he, he walks up there, he's still all theatre and he's still just pure arrogance. Oh, he says, yeah. <clears throat> when he's talking about how do you plead? And... Uh, He's again, he said, a god doesn't plead. And he says, it's been a really enjoyable pantomime, but I must go home now. And <laughs> she says, well, are you guilty or not guilty? And it's just the the pure act. Like, it's just brilliant. And that I'm fully on Loki's side. I'm proper team Loki when he's mm. being so arrogant to this lady. It is so, so funny. Well, they're not very, you know, and that's the thing. And obviously they're very busy and it's very important for you know the timeline and all this sort of stuff but they don't really explain anything do they to him they're just dragging him around the place and then taking him to court he's watching people people being obliterated because they haven't taken a ticket and he's you know he's like why the why the fuck am i am i i am the god of mischief why you know and i love it when he tries to use his powers what's going on hang on everyone quiet He's trying to use his powers, ma'am. Don't rush me. 
Damn it! Why would it work? Magic powers. They're no good in the TVA, Mr. Laufison. Mm. It's absolutely hilarious. And yeah. he gets angry, doesn't he? He's like, why isn't it working? <laughs> they stand there and just laugh in yeah, total amusement, don't they? Laughing at him. But yeah, he's like, yeah, am I guilty of this? Yes, I am. Am I guilty of a time thing? No, I'm not. And it's just, it's brilliant. But they find yeah. him guilty anyway. How do you plead? <laughs> Madam, a god doesn't plead. Look, this has been a very enjoyable pantomime, but I'd like to go home now. I'd love to know, when they sentence him to be reset, I'd love to know what that means. If that means kind of kick back in time at some point or reset as in you're obliterated from time. I'd love to know what they do to people who are found guilty. I think reset must mean that that version of him is destroyed. So he would just be dead then wouldn't he yeah but there would be the one still in in existence on the timeline if you see what they put it right by putting they i don't know i guess how i take it is because when he says to Kaivo what they were going to do sort of thing he says yeah they were going to obliterate you or i you know he he doesn't want to die and he goes well that's what i'm saving you from sort of thing so my the way my tiny brain thinks about it is they clearly (laughs) kill that version of him but there would still be one back in the proper timeline because otherwise yeah. if he went back to the timeline he would obviously have the memories of what's happened going off onto the other variant yeah it's, it's difficult because <laughs> see what i mean yeah because you kind of reset his memory but then if they sent him back There'd be uh, in another multiverse. There'd be him there anyway. So there'd be two of him, yeah. and you get like, um, uh, what's that cartoon we watched? Uh, the one Invincible. on Amazon Prime. Invincible. Invincible, yeah. Which is where you got that, uh, the two monsters, and and it's the same as kind of principle as uh, like uh, Vision spoke about with the boat. Like the Book of Theseus, mm. where you kind of you become the the same person, regenerate again and again and again. Which one is the original person? Yeah, you never and know. Yeah, I think that they kind of reference that to a certain degree. But mm. again, another reference by Owen Wilson is is when he's been led out of court by Owen Wilson, and he he's kind of says this place is a nightmare. And then Owen Wilson says to him, well, no, that's uh, that's another department. <laughs> uh, and I wondered whether he was referring to, because in the comic books, you do have a character called Nightmare. And Nightmare oh. is a villain, like a super villain who fights uh, Doctor Strange. So, and, <laughs> and I know they're going on to the multiverse. Again, is it looking too much into it? But I, I think it's just weird that they kind of, bother to mention these words or do they do it just intentionally i'll never know you only know later on when there is payoff and you're right but sounds like a teaser yeah or whether it's just a case of like monsters inc where it's <laughs> <laughs> departments or so i've got no idea but like that think... <laughs> I like the monsters inc there's <laughs> sully running around soon mike, <laughs> mike wasowski <laughs> That would be interesting. Oh, I'd love that. 
again, it, I, I know it's a lot talky and there's a lot of dialogue heavy, but mm. I, I think it works so well, especially when you've got Owen Wilson uh, just on his own with Loki. And as you kind of uh, spoke about earlier, when it, they go through time and they're looking at things, and Owen Wilson talks about that you do like hurting people mm. and what do you get out of it? And what he says to him is so blunt that to a certain degree, Loki's pretty speechless about it. He doesn't yeah. know what to say because it's the first person for a long time who's got more power than him, who's not going to kill him, unlike Thanos, who is calling him out on all of his ways. And he can do it visually as well. Let's look at your escapes. Let's look at who you've killed, who you betrayed. And when you befriend someone, you do it to betray him. It's really powerful. Uh, and it's brilliant what Owen Wilson says and the way he says it. The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. <laughs> Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. It's funny. For someone born to rule, you sure do lose a lot. Might even say it's in your nature. Oh, he tears him to bits, doesn't it? He literally opens him up because he's like, I'm not going to talk, blah, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And then he just rips him to bits. And it is brilliant because you can see that he's he's floundering, isn't he, Loki? He doesn't quite know what to say or do. And he's trying to think of quick, quippy responses, but he sort of struggles. Yeah, and it, it's kind of even more powerful, as I said earlier, because it's visual, that when he sees his mum die, mm. that uh, it kind of really rips his heart out of his chest because that was betrayal that he did, but he didn't see the payoff for that. And to learn that his mum died, that it's just, he can't believe it, can he? Seeing that it is just unbelievable. And then seeing um, his dad, because um, talking about how much he loves him and how much, and then they do callbacks to Ragnarok of, of when, Thor's talking about what a good brother he is and they can take on the world and callbacks yeah. to Endgame and it's so good. And seeing himself die, what must it be like to see yourself get your neck broken by Thanos? Well, exactly, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, he's he's watching this, but to him, none of this has happened yet. Yeah. Because he's saying, you know, I make my own fate, I do what I make my own decisions. And that's his whole argument, isn't it? Of who are you to tell me what to do? I can do, you know, I'm the god of mischief. I can do what I like. But yeah, his to learn futures, you're responsible for your mum's death. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, you're going to die at the hands of Thanos and all this other stuff. But, you know, it's, it's really odd because you look at it and you think, no matter how this ends, surely he's going to get reset anyway because otherwise those things would never happen. Yes. Yeah, Just, that, that's... Yeah, that kind of that's pretty true. That stamps it really, doesn't it? In my mind, obviously it's Marvel and they're big, brilliant writers, so they might have gone off on some other tangent. Like you said, it's going to open up the multiverse and everything else potentially. But from from this and how we've spoken, that's that's to me in my simple mind, that's the only way I can think it can end. Yeah, and. Again, the, the dialogue's really good. And the fact that Owen Wilson's got that gadget, that every time Loki wants to get up and walk away, <laughs> that he can reset time and he ends up back in his chair again. Oh. The, oh, the frustration on Loki's face, that he has to answer the question. 
uh, he keeps pounding him. I want you to be honest about what you're doing. And uh, he goes, all I need is a deeper understanding of the fearsome of a God of mischief. And he wants, he's trying to break Loki, like kind of psychologically in a certain way, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Because he wants and to that, know how he ticks, doesn't he? But yeah, we don't know why yet during this. No. And, and he also talks about uh, the time police tracking people down and like the, there's some really evil, dangerous people out there. And he tries to refer himself to as one of those people. And he says, no, you're a teddy bear. So <laughs> and I like the fact that, and he says that so casually as well, and that he really puts him in his place. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when he shows, like, going back to Avengers, which is an amazing film, nice. that Loki taking that guy's eye out, with his, and he, when he's got his massive horns in front of those people, when we get one of the first kind of ACDC introductions to Iron Man <laughs> landing down, when he's talking about there's always people like you around, and uh, like referring to Hitler, that Jewish guy is. Yeah. It's so good to get those callbacks from those amazing films. And I'm so pleased they didn't touch like for Dark World or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just utter crap. But they've touched the good ones. Yeah, they go back to the good ones. They play it safe, and Loki <laughs> does manage to escape, which is so good that he pickpockets Owen Wilson of his kind of time gadget to send everyone back. And it, I, I kind of think the payoff for this doesn't go the way he expected. The fact that anyway he says to that guy, give me my Tesseract, I'll gut you like a fish. <laughs> What's a fish? <laughs> he is a really good character. So uh, that oh, little, that, so that, good. That How does he use any kind of situation? <laughs> Casey, his name is, yeah. What's a fish? <laughs> so good. And none of them. Nor I expected when he ran in that building, that the office. Uh, is it Casey? You said his name. Yeah, it's Casey. Yeah. Well, Casey yeah. said there that I expected the first thing for him to say was, "You shouldn't be in here." But <laughs> they're all so powerful that they're not scared of anyone, and that's like, proven by, as we we spoke about earlier. The uh, the stones being in the um, Infinity Stones being there, the Tesseract being there, you can have it. T- take whatever you want, because yeah. no matter what you have, won't work in this this world in this realm. And uh, I, I love that that Loki is helpless. He really, he is, really yeah. is helpless. He has no clue, does he? He thinks he's in some joke world, and you know, just taking the piss sort of thing and killing people unnecessarily and all this sort of stuff and. Yeah, that that scene is just the pure realization of I have no actual clue anymore what's going on. But does he take one of the Infinity Stones? He picks uh, one of them up, and I don't know whether whether he takes it. But I don't think even if he did, he'd be, be like powerful enough to actually use it. Yeah, but he, he it's does. Just interesting. Yeah, he does pick one of them up. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head which one it is. But, um, yeah, and then he kind of goes back again to the same room to see his mum's death. To, and I think it's finally learning that he's been a complete arse and that he was responsible. And I think this Loki is probably different to that other Loki where he can't believe that he killed, he led to his own family's death. 
Yeah. Basically, and that's the thing, isn't it? He's finding out everything that he's done and caused, as in, like you say, his mum dies, his dad goes and he finally dies and then he's in the scenes with him and his brother stood there when he's obviously like it must be in the future because he's only got short hair and one eye yeah uh, Thor has and then obviously he sees Thanos do what he does and he just you know I mean like you said how the fuck would you react to that it'd just be awful wouldn't it it'd be awful but uh, the bit where um, when he does go back in that room and he's just watching the kind of the, the flashbacks, and Hunter walks in, and she doesn't realise that he's still got that time gadget, and every when she goes for him, he turns back time, again and again and again, and he does it so fast oh, about so thirty forty times over, <laughs> and you get the sound snippets of her telling him to stop it. Oh, shit. Uh, that's that god of mischief that you just love. You that instantly you can forgive for anything that he does. Oh, definitely. But it's just brilliant, isn't it? And you're like, actually, you deserve that love because you know you've done it to him numerous yeah. times. And it's just yeah. like you could see. I think me or you would probably do the same things. So, yeah, well, I'm going to put you on fucking loop for a while and see how you like it. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. A little bit of abuse of power, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, get your own back. And why not? <laughs> And then we, we get our last scene, which is pretty hardcore, to be honest, where the time variants are out in the middle of this field and they tell you that the the ground's all soaked in gasoline. And I'd instantly get alarm bells ringing that I'd want to be out of there, to be honest. Yeah. I, I wouldn't just stand there, especially when they see a figure in the dark at the other end of the field. <laughs> You're not going to go and investigate. And <laughs> this figure we only see wearing this big kind of cape with a hood up and drops a lamp on the floor and sets them on fire and you see them running around on fire which is really surprising especially for disney mm. and as one guy crawls away he gets pulled back um we don't see who does it we've got a rough idea and then it ends with someone taking yet another kind of timeline bomb which is as he's done all the way before and it's a really really good ending they give nothing away do they no definitely not it's 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 so well written and it just it makes you want more doesn't it you just like, oh yeah. i can't wait to find out what happens next you know you want to know what what version is it loki is it another version of him who is it you know because that's basically what owen wilson's character said isn't it that is the loki yeah. that's doing it but is it we don't know um yeah. it, it's just it, this is what I mean, you know, when, when they did Winter and the Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was written so well you couldn't wait for the next one. And they've done no. exactly the same with this. That oh, was yeah. completely different, isn't it? In the sense of that was very action, political type of stuff. This is back to the traditional type of comic book MCU with magic and all that type of stuff. And it's yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. The, the the setting for this is so good. As soon as you get to the TVA place, it, the way it's kind of set, kind of seventies style with the mm. tiles on the wall, and they're they're all kind of there is a pattern to them, but they're not put down in the pattern, and it's all to do with time and things out of shape and out of place, and it, it's really really good. It, it's just so clever and it's so engaging. And the fact we've got to wait another week for this is oh. just 
killing me because my mind will be going ten to the dozen. <laughs> as will, in yeah. what things possibly mean. And even the credits, the end credits, when they're showing you different things, they're showing you the necklace that they wear, they're showing you the bubble gum in an evidence bag and just different things, aren't they hints? I mean, they're so good at doing things like this. It's yeah. just brilliant. I, can't, I just can't wait for next week to see what happens. But for me, it wasn't too wordy. It was done just right. I thought that they needed, because it's time, and as we spoke about, completely baffled, that <laughs> they need to explain this time thing to me so I get an understanding, especially if it's going to have some kind of knock-on effect with uh, regards to Doctor Strange and the, the multiverse of madness, you know? Oh, definitely. And like you say, it was wordy, but the way it was done, it didn't feel like it. I didn't sit there at any point while I was watching this going, oh, come on, mate, get on with it. I, no. it, it was completely compelling and it had you in. Yeah, you know, They 100%. talked a bit. It was just so well done. And I, you know, I just hope that they've continued with that on the way all the way through in the sense of how they you know, build the characters and stuff like that and explain it in that fun, interesting way rather than just someone talking at you. Yeah, sort of be, be interesting to see now. Now Loki's on board. Loki understands what's happening. We as an audience understand what's happening, what you can do, what you can't do with regards mm. to the time variance. So I think be interesting next week, will it be kind of more action-heavy um to a payoff against like the of the talkie episode i honestly don't know i really don't mind I've, I've got great trust and faith in what disney are doing so yeah i i think it's really really good to bring on next week but yeah that was loki episode one i mean let us know what you think let us know um the film real cast at gmail.com or on twitter or on facebook at the film real cast um this will be available on our youtube channel as well thanks to everyone subscribe to that it's getting bigger and bigger as we speak every day it's really exciting so i thank you all but yeah so we'll be back during the week um we've even got paul back with us now yes. he's out of prison and we've accepted him back into the group into the podcast <laughs> yeah. he didn't really go prison guys by the way it's just uh, that could cause problems but <laughs> we've got paul back again we're doing the babysit which is on netflix so this will be out um, about four days before that podcast so you've got plenty of time go on to netflix watch the babysitter it's mcg who made that mcg did the last film we did terminator salvation mm. um that's available everywhere um you can listen to that as well so we'll be doing that during the week and two podcasts a week plus everything from our vault um that isn't available such as i saw the devil event horizon there's lucy there's loads of things coming out all available on our youtube channel so you go there. That's me done. I'm all good. So I'll speak to you during the week. Thanks ever so much, Neil, for joining me. And no it's great talking about Loki. And I'll speak to you and everyone else again during the week. You take care, everyone. Bye-bye. On my way down to coordinate search and rescue. On my way down to coordinate search and rescue. I mean, honestly... How do you keep your food? Shut up.